Racing Podcast. All you ever wanted to know about racehorse ownership and more. Go behind the scenes with me, Ilka Gansara Lebec, and get to know the stars of this wonderful sport of kings. Hi, dear listeners. This is Ilka from the Vantage Point Racing Club Podcast. Welcome to episode 13. My lucky number. What about you, Stephen? Are you uh, superstitious? No, it's going to be lucky for Vantage Point Racing Club. I, I've um, been busy watching uh, Royal Ascot and also the Ashes at the moment, so I've been busy sports watching. Yeah, I know. I, I've seen you've um, you've also released a lot of uh, podcasts on the paddock in the pavilion, a lot of episodes. How how many do you usually do? Yeah, I've been overdoing that, actually, so I need to uh, get it back to one a week rather than about three in a midweek at the moment. So, yeah. But being keeping busy, as you've been very busy, because we since the last podcast, we've not only got artandhorseracing.com, a website, we've also got a uh, a fine art gallery at St. Wendred's. Yes, I, it, I got the idea because um, just doing one event and one exhibition, you know, you miss a lot of people, even if people said they were going to come, they couldn't come because of weather. Other things got in between, uh, like the Guineas Weekend Club clashes with badminton all these things and then i thought well it was a lot of uh work getting it off the ground it actually was quite successful because we sold 26 pieces of art and the feedback was great and i said you know what you know i, I should make this more available to people that missed the event and then let's you know we have the setup here let's uh, just make a little gallery out of it so it's uh it's like a destination gallery by appointment, anytime anybody wants to come, just um, say you're going to come by and, you know, the art's here for everybody to buy and see. And then we'll do um, a couple more events during the year. Like the next one is planned during National Racehorse Week. So anyone can just make an appointment and come along to your new fine art gallery in Newmarket. Yes, I think that was missing in Newmarket. So, yeah, it's 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 nice to have a destination gallery like this in Newmarket and it's like I said it's not it's mainly equine art but it's not only equine art it, we also have still life and landscapes and seascapes and um, traditional hunting scenes and contemporary art so it's we have a good mix of things um, all all price ranges all sizes and uh, yeah just make an appointment and come and see the art and I'm sure you'll find something and you've got more artists on board. Can you let me know or let listeners know about the new artists? Yeah, so we got right now. I mean, I've had more people asking and, and more ideas, but uh, we on the website now we have uh, Jacqueline. She does uh, sculpture and very interesting kind of like 3D mixed media. It's a, a mix between painting and like a 3D painting. And then we have... Rob Pillsworth, who's more known to horse people because he he is a very well-known veterinarian and he does nice local landscapes, or those are the things I picked here, you know, your typical Suffolk scenes. Um, Mouse, that a lot of people know through racing, he's a well-known local uh, race racing artist, or in, I mean, he also does other stuff, but mainly uh, the racing scenes, he's on the website, and then uh, Maggie Moore from Yorkshire also a very established artist and she's exhibited you know everywhere london everywhere 
One of the artists who came over from America to be at the Art and Horse Racing exhibition in May was Terry Lindsay. And I understand that she's going to have some more exhibits at the Fine Art Gallery. Yes, she has worked on um, making jewelry with like horse specific scenes. So um, she has some great golden and silver jewelry. And I'm going to have uh, have some here by September. They're not here yet. So I'm really looking forward to that arrival. And it's going to be earrings, um, pendants for necklaces. And I think there's a few uh, bracelets as well. But they're all those are all very horse specific things like bridle, halter. Um, the earrings are more like horse heads or like little racing scenes. So I'm really excited about that because that'll make a good gift. But they're made by an artist. like So they're like basically like tiny little miniature sculptures. And she works together with a jeweler that then casts them in gold or silver. And some of them are combined as well. So, yeah, those are really neat. I've, I've never seen. I, I like these um, when you some of the artists that are horse people themselves, like Terry is like they get. You get um, not your typical thing that you expect to see, but you like um, showcasing, you know, your day to day stuff as something beautiful is is what I really like. You know, like, you know, showcasing the hard work that goes into it. And um, there's just beauty in hard work or these these little details that you would see. And because Terry's a horsewoman, you it always comes through in her work. You know, it's it's not just like the glorious horse crossing the finish line winning. It's like a halter made out of silver that you can wear as a pendant. You know, it's, it's something special. Amazing to think that she she met you just a few days before you got married all those years ago, and now you're sort of doing all this work with Terry. Yeah, she keeps saying, uh, I wish you'd buy my gallery. And I was like, oh, don't tempt me. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> We're also joined by Vantage Point Racing Club member Debbie Nichols as we very often are. What do you think to the new developments, Debbie? I think they're really exciting. Uh, I think it's 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 proved that Ilka's idea of um, you know that uh, art within um, a stable yard and attached to as as we found out at when when um, we had that lovely weekend over the Guinness Festival, people just absolutely love the idea of being able to see horses as well and the. You know, that whole smell of hay thing that came out. It, it just was the most fantastic setting. Um, and, uh, you know, the fact that um, you've got those international artists now um, coming through with uh, that incredible French um, Benedict Gelet. Um, I, I think it's it's played out really well. And I'm absolutely delighted for Ilka. Ilka, you've got some more exhibitions planned as well in September. Yeah, I thought uh, first I was going to target the July uh, festival week, but that was rolling around too quickly. But maybe for uh, 2024, that will be a good target. But what we're going to do in September, we'll have uh, I'm going to be taking part in National Racehorse Week. So we'll have the gallery open every day from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. And then on the one of the Saturdays, I'll be doing like your regular type open day. Uh, I mean, very informational, like with different kind of talks and, you know, stuff about not just going around looking at a horse, but really trying to uh, do some educational talks on the um, afternoon. And then um, the following weekend after that National Racehorse Week is actually New Market Open Day, 
And um, for that as well, I'll have the gallery open for that. So it it's it, that won't be like your traditional open yard thing. I, I'm just going to give it a different spin. So, you know, people that love art and horses are welcome to come here. For listeners, National Racehorse Week is between the 9th and the 17th of September. And the Saturday you were talking about for the sort of open open event at St. Wendridge is on Saturday the 16th of September. I think you're going to be open between 3 p.m. and 6 p.m. Yeah, exactly. We'll do it kind of like during um, evening stables. So, you know, it'll give people something to see, something realistic, how it really happens. And then, like I said, then the other days, the gallery will be open in the evenings. So for people like after work, if they want to pop in or something. Debbie, a great initiative for horse racing, though National Racehorse Week. I, I was reminded, particularly when we we're just talking there, of how important this is. Um, Stephen, you and I went to Willie Muir's yard in Lambourne on Open Day, and we saw not only Pile Driver, who of course won yesterday, and we, but we saw the Philly Shagpile, who um, uh, <laughs> attracted the interest of an animal rising. Um, uh, well, call her a member. She'd come along to Lambourne to find out for herself about racing. She was so swayed by what Willie showed her. She just she even took a share in in, in the filly, I believe. And it just shows how important it is to to actually explain to people, welcome them in instead of staying behind closed doors. Welcome them in and and just show exactly um, how how well cared for and loved these horses are and and the uh, the time and effort from stable staff that goes into everything behind the scenes i think it's a brilliant initiative and it's even it gets more and more important i i i haven't taken part in this national racehorse week before but they also do um specific um community events uh, i had an idea to do something with a charity but then they, they didn't really get back to me but they they also so there will be some yards actually that that will do um, work with schools and all those things. So it's actually, there's so much um, things to build on during this week. I think it's a great thing, you know, and they also involve um, racehorse rehoming facilities. So anything connected to the racehorse, if you go on their website, there's so much to see uh, up and down the country. It's, it's great. So that's why I'm going to do mine very educational. And more exhibitions planned after September, as well as the Fine Art Gallery? Well, the Fine Art Gallery, exactly. That's always going to be um, available by appointment. And then, um, yeah, those September exhibitions, and then maybe we'll target something during the sales season in October. But um, I think with the weather, you know, you never want to, if it's uh, cold and miserable outside, then those you always get less visitors don't you on event type things but um that's why i really want to establish the gallery that people can say oh i need a birthday present or something for christmas or i just renovated my kitchen and i need something oh we can go there so that's i'm going to be working on that getting the word out that we're here and um everybody's welcome any day of the week to come and see the art Plenty of work then for the uh, DIY man and the gardener. <laughs> yeah, right now it's like you can't get the, um, you know, you, you can't catch up on the watering that's necessary isn't it, in this kind of climate right now. Ilka, since we last spoke, Miss Bella Brand ran in a listed race 
at Hanover on the 29th of May. How did she run? Well, it didn't really go to plan. Um, I knew there was no rain forecast, but they, they said that the they kind of, um, what do you say, guaranteed that the track would be riding good. And then when we got there, it was very, very firm. And like, she doesn't do firm whatsoever. And I thought, oh, when we walked the track, I said, what's going on here? Um, maybe we can get away with it once, but you just can't. So like basically a horse that only beat us a length and a quarter at Lingfield won the race and we were beat seven lengths on the day. And it was just fast, fast ground. And the official going description was good. So you're like, Oh God, this is not, this is annoying, but I guess it, c'est la vie, it happens. That's horse racing for you. But I mean, that's always the big debate over here as well with going descriptions. We've had that, it's like semi-scandalous, you know, then when they change the going description after the first race and all these things, when, or you travel somewhere, I mean, this is extreme, you know, like you travel there a day and a half and then it's not what it's supposed to be, but um, yeah, what that's racing. You need to, you know, it's sports. You need to, you need to be in it to win it and you got to take your chances. And when it works out, it's great. And when it doesn't, it's, it's a bummer. But it's not put you off trying again for a, for a listed race for her. No, no, she's definitely like black type material. But now we're biding our time. You know, sometimes it rains in the summer too. She's she's so much better on the grass. I mean, she's won multiple times on the all weather. But when we get that off track, she's gonna be. You know, she she beat some nice horses that day at Windsor. That was an impressive win, and she did it easy. So. Um, also, with all the paperwork now, thanks to Brexit involved, like, you know, that got the costs up for the ship. It wasn't cheap before to just go nip over to France or whatever. But she now when you travel, you either have to do export um, and then there's, you know, you have to pay for that. They they call it an export, but there's different versions of it. So she has something called a carne. With that, you can travel multiple times. So um, it'll be worth it. You know, like every tri- every trip, it needs to get stamped. You need to stop. Get stamped. It's just so much more of a hassle. But like, so she, she's gotten this carne. So we can still, that's valid for, I think, two years. And you can do um, 10 trips on that. So it's all paid for. So we get a, um, I'll find something in France. Or whatever. Out of interest, Ilka, did it? Did the did the whole thing get um, prove a delay? Did you get delayed at the ports? We've heard some awful stories. How did it go for you? Also, that even on a good day, that takes much much longer than it used to. So, and also because you need now, uh, before France, Ireland, and England were in a tripartite agreement, that means that you didn't need like a state vet doing any kind of health cert for you that was an easier thing so for germany you would have still needed that but what you have now at the port or at you know at the tunnel is that you need the french authorities then all they really do is glance at the paperwork you know they they say it's for the welfare of the horse but it isn't for the welfare of the horse so you can't say i'm gonna i'm gonna set off in new market at three o'clock at night to beat the heat or to beat the traffic because of course on the French side, when you get there, they only work between eight and five or what, you know, nine, you know, so you can't say, you know, let's make this journey as quickly and as sufficient as possible, which you would do. You'd leave Newmarket at four in the morning and you'd be the first one on the, you know, you'd be on the first 
tunnel over, I like to take the tunnel, you know, when they're going to run. You know, we've, we've, you know, if it's the broodmare, you can take the, the ferry, but with the ferry, you don't, sometimes there you then also have to wait because it's not like, you know, at least with the tunnel, you have a ticket, you have a timing, you know, you're going to be yeah. on there. So that's why I like that part. You just can't because you have to be there then when, when they're working and then they give you an appointment like you can't say, well, then take see me at eight in the morning. No, they'll be like, no, your appointment is at 1 p.m. And it's just like, OK, in the middle of the day and <laughs> so much annoyance and they don't do anything. They just like, you know, they then take the paperwork, walk into the building and then they put a little stamp on it and they come back out. Like it, it says, where is this? You're just feeding a monster monster of bureaucracy. That's all you're really doing. So yeah, it's very, that's like the annoying part. Like nothing is easy now. You can't say, you know what, I'm, I'll take it on the chin. I'll pay the extra couple hundred quid. So I, so we'll take, you know, the tunnel obviously is more expensive than the ferry. We'll do that. We'll make it easy. We'll be the first ones on blah, 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 blah. Like, no, no, it has to be hard. And, and it's not for animal welfare, obviously, you know, it's just for bureaucracy. But on a positive note, did, did Miss Bella Brand uh, handle the trip over well she's not the best of travelers so uh, but in the end like she kind of was like okay this is not like you're usually like you know she knows she's good then it's on the motorway when you're going but this waiting around then she's kind of like aren't we here yet am i not supposed to be unloaded now but in the end she was fine but then also when we got to germany i, I guess i can talk about this this freaked me out too when we got to germany the guest stables where basically like on a riding stable where there's where there's bars in between the horses and we were nose to nose with a horse from France and with a horse from the Czech Republic. I said, what is this now? How is this biosecurity? How what is this doing? So I was like, oh God. Yeah, that was me with my little um I don't know, compulsive, obsessive compulsive disorder brain was totally freaking out because that that shouldn't be either and then there was no cctv no security um anybody could walk in there feed them anything they wanted you know that's the thing too you could have cctv outside but if if somebody from another yard if your competition from the other yard can walk into with their horse and feed your horse through the bars i the whole thing it made no sense to me but i must uh, the 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 owner's garden lounge and like the owner the way they looked after the owners was great but my horse was sniffing a horse from the czech republic so i don't know you know and and on the other side a horse from france i said how how can that possibly be a good idea and then you have to wait again that was a public holiday so she ran on a monday that was a german public holiday i don't know if that was a bank holiday monday over here as well but um for then to leave the next morning, you then needed the German vet again to stamp the paperwork. And it's just like you basically had to say, come on, man, can't you can't one of the vets. Luckily, one of the vets at the races was a state vet. Otherwise, you would have had to wait till Tuesday morning. So they are at work. So, you know, so it's just kind of. Um, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. This, this sounds challenging. Uh, let's let's move on to uh, Kingwell. What's news on him? He will be running soon. He had a little bit of a setback in the paddock, I guess you can call it. It's not like he had a paddock accident, but let's say he must have overextended 
his joint or something because he went in fine. And then when we picked, when we brought him in at night, he was lame. So uh, it was one of those, that's, that's the other example when they always say, you know, you know, horses, horses are like toddlers. They, they get hurt wherever, whether you're like, he's living the life of Riley and he still comes back. I know. I don't know. Maybe he messed around and slipped. I mean, you're not, you don't like watch them 24 seven there. Um, it's not like he's, uh, he's not missed any training, but it wasn't ideal. It's, it's ironic. Your horses, you're so lucky in Newmarket to have that beautiful big field. And then something like this happens and it catches you out. And, and yeah, it's, it's ironic, but at least he's, you know, it's, it's, it's obviously not that serious, but yeah. No, it's not like he was racing around the, you know, nothing like that. I don't, I don't really know what happened. Maybe he, you know. I don't know. We just don't know. But that's the thing. They are like toddlers. Like you, you turn your back, they fall out of, you know, like a kid, like climbing up a tree. You know, that's that's how they are. But, um, you know, he, he'll he be – anyway, he wouldn't be running really on, on this kind of – in this kind of climate. He He's not one uh, – a fast ground horse either, you know. So we mm. might as well just give it some time and then – you know, he, he's, he's a winner on the all weather anyway. So, you know, we got, um, he, he'll be fine. Talking about, uh, vantage point racing club horses. How's just once and her fall. They're doing great. I got uh, all, we'll probably be picking her up in September, like when they wean them. And then, um, we'll see with her if my big plan will work out or not. But yeah, the fall looks great. He's he's correct. He's a good looking first fall. And Debbie, who's with us on today's uh, Vantage Point Racing Club podcast, came up with the idea of having uh, listeners uh, come up with a name for the fall. Yeah, I think it's a great idea. We'll do a little competition with that. So maybe um, if you have. Any, I, you, if you want to send in your uh, suggestion, please email that in. Go on my website, um, com, and then you can um, email me there through the contact form, or email me directly, or send it in a direct, uh, you know, in a DM on social media, Twitter, or Instagram. And for listeners, there's no rush to name a, a horse at this age, is there? No, they need to be named before their first start. But um, yeah, we can um, do this over the next couple of months, collect all the entries, and then we'll see uh, you know, how we'll choose the winner. Tattersall's sales are back at Park Paddocks between the 11th and 14th of July. Will you be going along? Yes, of course, I'll be there. Um, so anybody interested in uh, accompanying me or that's interested in racehorse ownership, give me a shout. And it'll be yeah, busy time again. Like um, July is always busy with the racing festival and everything on. So um, it's it's going to be a great time to be in Newmarket. Yeah, it's Europe's premier midsummer sale. Yeah, it feels like uh, Tats constantly has like an online sale every month now. But yeah, from that midsummer sale, it'll go. Then they'll have the September yearling sale, and then they have the the August sale that kind of runs into September, and then October will be sale season 24 7 at this point we must remind listeners that you can follow the podcast 
on Twitter at VantagePointRAC. The podcast is also on Apple, Google, SoundCloud, Spotify, and Stitcher. And, of course, we must mention the new website, artandhorseracing.com. Before we close, Ilka, remind people about the Art and Horse Racing Fine Art Gallery exhibitions that you've got planned. So the next big one will be during National Racehorse Week, which runs from uh, the 9th to the 17th. And then we have a new market open day or open weekend the following weekend. Um, on the Sunday is when the yards are open. So come and see us then. And uh, then uh, if you want to come in the meantime to see the gallery, just um, pop me an email or send me a message and I'll be well, uh, I'll be happy to show you around. Thanks, Debbie, again for joining us on the Vantage Point Racing Club podcast, episode 13. And you will be at the exhibitions, no doubt. I am. Um... I really enjoyed that weekend when we did it the first time. It's 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 uh, it's lovely to meet the people who come along and, and watch their faces. It's great. Yeah, I'll try and be there. And your final thoughts, uh, Ilka, on the Vantage Point Racing Club podcast? Well, I, I was uh, saying we have an open door policy. Come and see our beautiful horses. And like the name says, this is the Vantage Point Racing Club podcast. So for only £20 a month, you can become... Uh, a member and enjoy great days out at the races and be part of this beautiful you know sport of kings join the vantage point racing club today watch the horses that you put your money in run their race free racing tickets meet the horses and the team including the jockey trainer physio and everyone else come to open days and get a welcome gift Get weekly updates on all the horses in the club. New to racing? Not to worry. You will learn all about it. Ask questions anytime. Tune into my month-to-month podcast featuring racehorse ownership, info, and more. All just for £20 a month. We look forward to meeting you here at St. Wendrick's. If you love racing, come and share it. 